devotion for today comes from Genesis chapter 50, verse 20. It's one of the last verses in the first book of the Bible, Genesis. And it's Joseph speaking to his brothers. Um, Joseph is now the prince over Egypt and second in command under Pharaoh. His brothers had sold him into slavery and he had gone through Potiphar's house, through prison, now into the prince's palace, uh, second in charge to Pharaoh. And his brothers had come uh, with his whole family down to Egypt for there was a great famine in the land. Um, But Joseph had received uh, wisdom from God to interpret Pharaoh's dreams and they put into practice that wisdom of how to uh, implement strategies that uh, stored up grain to help people through the famine after storing it up during the lush years. And now Joseph's family have come to him, his brothers back before him after selling him into slavery. And he says to his brothers, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. And I wonder whether we've experienced something in our lives where things have not gone the way we thought it would go. And perhaps we thought this is intended for our harm. But then maybe we have now got a testimony of how we have seen God turn that which was intended for harm into good and even into the blessing of others, the saving of many lives. Scripture tells us that God works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And I wonder whether we're perhaps going through something now that we can't quite see the wood for the trees. We can't quite see what God's wisdom is in the moment. Um, And perhaps we're stuck and we're wondering, how do we believe God for the best in this scenario? How do we believe that God will turn things out for the good and that even others would be blessed through this? Because at the moment, it feels like it's intended for harm. I'm sure when Joseph was being sold into slavery by his brothers, when he was being criticized of trying to sleep with Potiphar's wife and then getting imprisoned, and even when the cupbearer forgot about Joseph uh, after interpreting his dream and he was still in prison longer than he had hoped, perhaps he would have wondered, God, how are you using this for for good? And I'm sure even Jesus at a moment, Lord, how are you using this for good that I must sacrifice my life? Paul in prison, Lord, how are you using this for good? But we know that Jesus' sacrifice led to the salvation of the world, that Paul's imprisonment led to the writing of two-thirds of the New Testament, that Joseph's imprisonment eventually led to his being second in command to Pharaoh and the saving of many lives through his uh, outworking of what the Lord had placed on him. And perhaps we're experiencing something now that we, we can't quite see uh, how God is going to turn this out for good. But my encouragement to you today like it was on Sunday, is to believe God for the best, to believe that the Lord's character is faithful, that he is is intending even that which was intended for harm, he is turning it for good, not only as a blessing to you, but like the deeper blessing to Abraham, like the deeper blessing to Joseph, that others would be blessed through you. So a few pointers that we can take from Joseph's story into our lives to practically put this into practice. How do we practically trust God that he'll believe for the best. So firstly, Joseph had to get rid of some of the baggage he was carrying. He had to get rid of the, the burden and the grudge he held against his brothers. He had to, he could not hold on and be stuck um, with unforgiveness about what his brothers had done to him or, or who had harmed him or stuck with this um, vendetta against God. Oh Lord, you, you've done this to harm me. You can't turn this for the good and I'll never be able to receive anything good as a result of this. If our attitude is what, what God has done didn't go according to my plan, so it'll never turn out for good. God is against me. 
then I don't think we will ever be able to shift our perspective to see how God can bless us and bless others through us. So Joseph firstly had to get rid of the baggage he was carrying. And that's our invitation this morning is to get rid of the baggage we're carrying from past hurts or things not going the way that we had hoped or planned or even prayed for. Secondly, Joseph had to give thanks. Joseph, when he saw his brothers, when he saw his father come down, instead of being angry and bitter towards them, he wept with joy and gratitude and thanksgiving to see his family again. And I think that gratitude unlocks our perspective. It helps us shift from our hurt to our healing, to what God can do through us and for us, um, not only what has happened to us. Uh, I jokingly said to my men's group this morning that I'm a little bit frustrated about my ankle injury because I can't get to ref rugby, but I'm so grateful for the opportunity to have an able body to ref rugby. I'm so grateful to have family who care for me while I'm injured. I'm grateful to have a friend, a physio who's able to help me and willing to help me to get back to refing again. I'm so grateful to have a fiance who has lent me her automatic car so that I can drive and get around. Simple things, but a sense of gratitude instead of a sense of saltiness towards the things that didn't go according to plan. Thirdly, Joseph needed to get going. So he wasn't where he expected to be. Things hadn't turned out the way he thought they would. But in the situation that he found himself, he got going. The Spirit of the Lord was upon him, Scripture says, and he got going. Whether that was initially in um, Potiphar's house, he got going. He cared for the affairs. Whether that was in the prison, he got going. He cared for the affairs of the prison and the guard. And whether that was in Pharaoh's palace, he got going. And he cared for the affairs that God had put at hand in front of him. And Perhaps that's our invitation for today, to not get so caught up on, I'm not going to do what's right in front of me because it didn't happen the way I thought it would happen. And I can't really see how it's going to come out. I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, that our grand business undoubtedly is not to see what lies dimly at a distance, but to do what lies clearly at, at hand. God has placed you in a specific place at a specific time, in a specific season, with specific skills, and the Spirit of the Lord is upon you to get going with what you have right in front of you. And finally, Joseph needed to give generously. We read that uh, he says to his brothers who had harmed him and tended this for harm, don't be afraid. I will feed you and your children. Joseph knew that the Lord had blessed him and now he was going to bless others. That the Lord didn't only work through him for his own benefit, but for the benefit of others, for the saving of many lives. And my prayer for us this morning is that we will see how even when we feel like we've been harmed or things haven't gone the way that we had hoped or intended or prayed for, that the Lord will still work for you and through you so that others would be blessed as well. So my prayer for you today or my question, my, my encouragement is how can God work through you to accomplish good and for the blessing of others, the saving of many lives, this sharing of the gift of salvation we have in Jesus Christ. So I hope and pray that this devotion encourages you today and let us close in prayer and commit this to the Lord in prayer. So Father, we thank you that you work all things together for the good of those who love you and are called according to your purpose. We thank you that through Christ's death, burial and resurrection, we have this eternal hope of the redemption and the restoration and the reconciliation of all things, the renewal of all things in and through Jesus Christ. So we Hold out to this hope, Father, as an anchor to our soul. I pray, Father, that we would be encouraged to believe you for the best, that you are uh, turning even that which is intended to harm us, you are turning it for good 
for our good and that others would be blessed through us as well and through our story and through our circumstance. And so we hold on to that as our encouragement for today and we give you thanks that you are working in us and through us. And we pray this all in Jesus' wonderful, perfect and precious name. Amen.